talk sports we can talk politics but can we talk jesus what a world hoodie is back he got his specs on today his new specs i like my specs but i need to wear them today um so glad to be back for another episode of can we talk jesus this is season 10 i mean i do it i've been doing the last two three episodes season five episode 10 i just wanted to say i was crazy how quick we went this season i mean episode 10 he won't say season 10 god must be we'll see anyway um another episode can we talk jesus so glad to be back for the 10th episode of the fifth season i'm gonna say it right if i keep messing it up we are live on facebook and um youtube and if you want to share this message because you never know who needs it share the message up to you doesn't bother me because at the end of the day god gets glory because it's all about him um hope everybody's doing well this evening i know a lot's been going on um around the nation around the world and um i just we should just continue to be used by god in whatever way he wants us to be used um this topic is not a, a new one for me. Um, the scripture is not new for me. Um, it's just God doing what God's doing. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight a little bit more, maybe more in depth, maybe something different, but we'll see how the Lord leads me. But um, going forward, the song for this evening is by yours truly. It's from my album, Realignment 2020. It's titled Joy. It's actually, I'm going to say, my favorite track on the album, even though I like all of them, it is of me and God using me. Joy is my favorite track. So I'm gonna play this for you guys right now, right here on Can We Talk Jesus? Buddy out. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. Jesus saved me and He changed me. Sacrificed His life and He forgave me. Jesus saved you, did the same for you. Yeah. 
Guy Flow. Nothing can stop my joy. Nothing can stop my joy. Nothing can stop my joy. When it comes to the Lord, nothing can stop my joy. Nothing can stop my joy. Nothing can stop my joy. When it comes, when it comes. Do you really want to have the joy of the Father that was meant for your life? Then I would open up your mouth, scream and shout with no doubt that my joy is in Christ. There is no way if so, but change up your mindset, perspective, get your flesh out of that gutter, turn your spirit up like no other. <laughs> I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Joy comes in the morning after weeping the night Before the struggles, burdens, pains have been swept out your front door That's right, the Savior will protect you when you didn't think he kept you I know Jesus, man, you get slept on, that's why I am here to put you on Cause if you are lifted up from the earth, they will draw in Look at John chapter 12, 32 And fall right into his joy like no other that the world can never claim I declare when this is over, you have joy in Jesus' name. Amen. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. I got joy, 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 down in my heart. Jesus saved me, and He changed me. Sacrificed His life, and He forgave me. Jesus saved you. Let's do it one more time. That's it. You thought I was gonna keep going? Nah. Nah. All right. So that was yours truly, Joy, based on the album Realignment 2020. So love that song. I'm glad. God did what he did to put that track together, to put that album together. Um, still doing what God's doing for me. It's just take some time, take some patience. Um, I'm no any I'm really in no rush for whatever God does because <laughs> all that he's doing is is awesome and it's great and it's for my good and it's for your good too. So remember that. Things that God is doing is for our good, even if it doesn't make sense 
and is crazy, don't feel good. Um, it's for our good that he's probably, excuse me, bringing you out of something, bringing you through stuff. Uh, you just continue to trust him and know that he is your safe, safe place. I want to say space so bad, so bad, but I mean safe place. So this is the topic for this uh, evening. God is our safe place. And it's part two, but I'll tell you a little bit more in a minute. But let's go into prayer. Lord God, I just thank you this evening. Thank you for episode 10 of season five. Lord God, I thank you of continuing to speak through your word, continuing to speak uh, what needs to be said, even if it's repeated reassurance that you are our safe place. Lord God, I pray that something that will be said tonight that will be encouraging to whomever may watch, uh, whether it be through YouTube, Facebook, whether it be through Anchor, Lord God, I pray that they will apply this message and go forth, Lord, because there's a reason why you're repeating this scripture again, repeating this chapter again, Lord God. I don't know. Only you know, Lord God. But I pray that you will continue to speak through me and use me as one of your vessels, as one of your servants. Lord God, I pray in Jesus' name that what will be said tonight will be a um, game changer, a breakthrough, whatever it is. Lord God, let it be done in your son Jesus' name. I ask that you forgive us of our sins, known and unknown, conscious and unconscious, forgive those who uh, sinned against us. I pray lastly, Lord, that you keep the connection strong, Lord, and um, let it stay strong throughout this whole episode. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so the, um, I was tripping for a minute because I'm looking. I was like, wait, my cord? My phone. Is my cord hooked to my phone? <laughs> Guess it's one of them days. All right. So the scripture, uh, well, let me go back to my topic. The topic is God is our safe place part two. The reason why I'm saying part two, because we already had this topic, right? I had this on episode two in February. And so um, Lord is leading me back to this chapter, this book, Joel chapter three. He led it to me recently, like three days ago, totally different time and reason, but still reassuring me. Um, and he's reassuring us. But I, like I said, I don't want to go crisscross between different stuff. Let me just stick to what I'm doing. So as guys, I say place part two. Um, like I said, this is a continuation from episode two. So I guess that makes sense um, of this season. So I want to go to uh, Joel. The, the focus scripture is Joel chapter three, verse 16. But this time um, it's going to be from the Amplified Version. And this time I want to read the whole chapter to its entirety. Why? Because I believe that the Lord may have something more for me to say through this chapter once I read it again. And so that's what I want to do, because he may have something more that I did not see the first time or the second or third. So I'm just going to do that. So it's going to be Joel chapter three, verse, um, well, the whole entire chapter from the Amplified Version. And I'm going to be sharing it, which I just did. And let's get to it. It says the nations will be judged. And I've been seeing a lot of scripture dealing with judgment. So I'm not sorry. He led me to it. But anyway, from the Amplified Version. For behold, in those climactic days, and at that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, 
I will gather together all the gentle Gentile nations, I say gentle, that were hostile to my people and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. The Lord has judged. Um, and that's for the name of Jehoshaphat. And there I will deal with them and enter into judgment with them there for their treatment of my people, my inheritance, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. And because they have encroached on my land and divided it up. Verse three says they will they have also cast lots for my people and have traded a boy for a prostitute and have sold a girl for wine that they wine that they may drink. Moreover, what are you what are you to me, O Tyre, O Sidon, and all the five small regions of Philistia? Will you pay me back for something I have supposedly done to you? Even if you do pay that pay me back, I will swiftly and speedily return your deed of retaliation on your own head. Verse five says, because you have taken my silver. Children of Judah and the children of Jerusalem to the Greeks so that you have you may send them far away from their territory. Behold, I am going to stir them up from the place uh, where you have sold them and return them to their land. And I shall return your action of retaliation on your head. And verse eight says, I just want to say on oh, your head. I don't know why. Also, I will sell your sons and daughters into the hand of the children of Judah, and they will sell them to the Sabians, to a distant nation, for the Lord has spoken. Excuse me for a second. <clears throat> Verse 9 says, proclaim this among the pagan nations. Prepare a war. Stir up the mighty men. Let all the men of war come near. Let them come. Beat your uh, plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hurry and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves there. Bring down, O Lord, your mighty ones, your warriors. Let's pause for a second. I'm sorry. Lord God, I pray for my throat right now. Itchiness coming out of nowhere. Lord, I pray that you uh, strengthen me right now so we can continue to focus on the word and what you want us to say in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Sorry about that. Verse 12 says, let the nations be stirred to action and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit to judge and punish all the surrounding nations. Verse 13 says, put in the sickle of judgment for the harvest is ripe. Come tread the grapes for the wine press is full. The vats overflow. For the wickedness of the people is great. Uh, verse 14 says, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, judgment. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision when judgment is executed. Um, the sun and the moon will grow dark and the stars lose their brightness. And this is the scripture that I focus on, want to focus on today. The Lord thunders. Yeah. The Lord thunders and roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem in judgment of his enemies. And the heavens and the earth tremble and shudder, but the Lord is a refuge for his people, a stronghold of protection to the children of Israel. And 17, 
then you will know and understand fully that I am the Lord your God, dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain. Then Jerusalem will be holy, and strangers who do not belong will no longer pass through it. And then this last topic, yeah, this last topic says Judah will be blessed. And in the day, in that day, the mountains will drip with sweet wine, and the hills will flow with milk, and all the brooks and riverbeds of Judah will flow with water, and a fountain will go out from the house of the Lord to the water, the desert valley of um, Shittim. And verse 19 says, Egypt will become a waste and Edom will become a desolate wilderness because of their violence against the children of Judah in whose land they have shed innocent blood. But Judah will be inhabited, shall be inhabited forever in Jerusalem from generation to generation. And I shall avenge their blood which I have not avenged for the Lord. Wait, let me say it again. And I have, and I shall avenge their blood, which I have not avenged. Oh yeah, I said it right. For the Lord dwells in Zion. So I wanted to read the the whole thing this time from the Amplified Bible. But I want to go back to 16 again, because this is the same focus of part one. The Lord thunders and roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem in the judgment and judgment of his enemies and the heavens and earth tremble and shudder. But the Lord is a refuge for his people and a stronghold of protection to the children of Israel. I want to focus on the last two. But first, I want to say thank God, because my throat was super itchy when I started reading that thing. I prayed and God took it away. So I thank God for that because let me tell you that was not feeling good so and i know it ain't a god so yeah i know we talked about this before i listened to some of the episode um before coming on just to get a little what the lord was saying to me then but i kind of stopped because i was like i don't want to go back to if he doesn't want me to go back to the said same said things except for the scripture God is a refuge, a present help in the time of trouble. Um, when I got to the scripture t- tonight, he has really been guided, excuse me, really been guiding me to scripture other than this about being a safe place, being a protection for God's people. Just yesterday, he guided me in Nahum chapter one. And one of the verses that I wrote is the Lord is a safe place to go to in times of trouble, just yesterday. And then another scripture uh, was in Ruth chapter two. He also led that to me yesterday when she um, came into Boaz's land and Boaz didn't want Ruth to go out into any other field because it can be dangerous to her. And Boaz is part of Naomi's family. And so he was like, you should stay here. Um, I'm reading what I boxed in. Ruth came to God for uh, safety is what he was telling her. He said, Ruth came to God for safety and protected her because she ran it. She went into Boaz's land. She did not know God was leading her to which we find out her future husband. And so he wanted her to be protected. He seen. He has seen the good things she's done for her mother-in-law, Naomi, and he wanted her to be safe. 
So he was like, you can pick up whatever, you know, um, grain and whatnot. Since God has seen this and he will reward her for all the good things that she has done. The focus that I want to stick to is the protection. So he said in Nahum, the Lord is a safe place for his people in times of trouble. He told uh, God was telling uh, Ruth to Boaz that she is in a uh, safety. She's in safety and protection through Boaz, but it's really God leading her to Boaz. And that was in Ruth. And then I got some more scripture. Uh, in Proverbs chapter 12, it says, evil people are never safe, but good people remain safe and secure. So good people who do right in, in the way of the Lord are protected by God. And this was on the 30th of uh of May. I put March for some reason. Let me scratch this out right quick. Oh wait, it looked like a three, but I did I just changed it yesterday. Wait a minute. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, but anyway, yeah. Proverbs chapter 12. Evil people are never safe, but good people remain and secure, safe and secure in God's protection. So he's been guiding me a lot to this. And one of the reasons why, because and some people, you guys can understand this, is your flesh can be definitely tempted by the enemy. Um, when you have the shootings in Texas, when you have the shootings in New York, when it talks about gun violence, it, it, it can bother us. It can bother us when it comes to our family, children, whatever it is. And so um, the enemy has been going crazy with putting thoughts in our minds. It's not just me. I understand it. Putting thoughts in our minds of our safety. When you see things on TV about shootings at a school, when you see things on TV about or just hearing about shootings in, in, in your own city, or you just hear about gun violence left and right, and it's just everywhere all of a sudden. Just everywhere. Oh, yeah, all of a sudden, because it's just blown up, like literally all over the place. And so for me personally, to be transparent for you, my flesh was been, has been bothered by this thought, these thoughts that the enemy, because it's not of God, of fear, because I, I gave you a song earlier this year, won't give in to fear. So I got to continue to say, God did not give me a spirit of fear. I got to continue to quote that scripture. But he also guided me more and more scripture like today and then like yesterday and then telling us that God, evil people are never safe but good people remain safe and secure. And that's Proverbs chapter 12. And then again, he guided me to Nahum chapter one. The Lord is a safe place to go to in the times of trouble. So this may be for those who feel uh, very vulnerable because in my own thoughts, I was thinking that too. I, and we are, we're very vulnerable if we're trying to do things in our own way, uh, whether it be by carrying your own gun or doing whatever it is or having a camera or whatever, at the end of the day, it is the Lord our God who is protecting us, protecting us, those who trust him and know even those who are um, doing wrong, God could still be protecting them because you don't know the plans he has for them. Can we look at Saul for a minute who converted to Paul, still protecting him and all this time using him for his good, changing him for his purpose. And at the end of the day, being used. So again, back to us, the people of God, it's like we can't be 
drowned it in fear, thinking about gun violence, this, gun violence, that, on robbery, this, on robbery, that. We can't. You can, but you shouldn't. Let me get that right. Because at the end of the day, if we know the God we serve and we talk about it, preach about it, talk about him, preach about him in his word, if we believe that his word is alive, as we say, then we got to uh, act out what we say. You know, he's been guiding me in scripture about, uh, well, actually, he's been speaking in me to this. It's like, if we talk about faith so much and we don't operate out of that, James says that faith without works is dead. So your faith is dead. If you really believe in the stuff that you're talking about, you need to start doing what you're talking about. You need to start acting what, or do, or acting out or doing what you said. Because your faith should be an active faith. I talked to the youth about this at my church. Active faith, active submission, actively moving and showing that what I'm actually doing, what's talking about, I'm going to do. So tonight, I understand a little bit. God wants us to bring this back to my memory. This was episode two, but now it's episode 10. Is that remember that God is our safe place in the time of trouble. He is the one that we need to go to. It's not a weapon. It's not because 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 at the end of the day, he's more stronger than that. He can protect you from it. He can keep you from going to it. You hear what I'm saying? When you go out and wherever you're trying to go and God may deflect or move you and say, well, this was canceled. Well, this you don't need to go this way. It happened to me this week. It was like I wanted to go to. uh, uh What's that place? Uh, O'Reilly's. I wanted to go to O'Reilly's to get something for my car. And it's a, a whole other way of town. God was like, no, you need to go to Avanzado. Okay. I, I did not understand why at the time, but I was being obedient. And when I got there, it was something that I needed to see. I won't go into detail what, but I needed to see this. I needed to go because of what was going on. I needed to see it for myself because it was meant for me to see what I need to see. And so had I went the other way, I might have missed the answer that I was praying for that day. That's right. I was praying for something. I said, God, I need you to show me what's going on with this situation that I'm dealing with. So I need you to show me. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I ask that you show me today. I was like, well, God, I'm not going to delay this. If it's meant for me to see, if you know I'm going to pray about this because your, your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. You already know what I'm going to pray. So let me go ahead. Lord God, I, I need some help and some understanding. So going, leaving where I, I was at the bank. Yeah, leaving the bank. I was like, I'm going to go to O'Reilly's. God's like, no, you need to go here. So God already knows what we're dealing with, what we're going through. So, so I went where it was in my mind. And see, and another thing, I had to learn how God speaks. You know, our thoughts can be very, very touchy waters, you know? And you, you think you're hearing something talk, now that's your own thoughts thinking, but you got to know when, when it's God. And for me, when it's God, is that your thoughts, these, these thoughts, certain thoughts come and you have to discern that. It, it, and it's hard to make, make it make sense, but you got to know that still small voice compared to your own natural flesh thoughts that come from the enemy to say that, nah, I ain't hearing that because that ain't you, God. Okay, that that's you because 
this just came out of nowhere to my head that that that's not of you that's not the enemy uh, i wouldn't want to do it so i had to do that i had to grow into understanding who's really speaking to me is it really god or is it really satan is it in my flesh or is it my spirit so i say that to say when it comes to all that's going on in the world today that invokes fear that invokes terror that invokes um restlessness you don't you can't sleep because you're thinking about what can happen what could excuse me what happened what should happen yeah i've been attacked in that area too in my mind but at the end of the day i have to and we have to go into his word and remember i said god i continue to say uh, you did not give us a spirit of fear. God, I need some more. I need some more weaponry. What do I mean? I need some more scripture. I need some more understanding, Lord. So he gives me the Lord is a safe place to go in the time of trouble. Nahum chapter one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember how uh, Ruth was looking for a place to work and work the land. Well, she led, God led her to her, her future husband, Boaz, who said that God is our safe place. He's safety. And then he leads me in Proverbs chapter 12, evil people are never safe, but good people remain safe and secure. What? So God, if you ask him, just watch him work. He's going to give you exactly what you need. He knows that we need at the time that we need it. So we have to continue to believe in his word because his word is real. His word is alive. And if we as Christ believers know that and believe that, we got to walk in that thing called the word of God. And so I had to um, go. I had to just continue to go in scripture and whatever God led me to. That's what I need to read. But he is repeatedly showing me lately about protection, repeatedly confirming and assuring me about he is a safe place. So I can't look at my physicalness. I can't look at um tangible objects i can't look at that i can but i should i need to look up i need to look to god god is telling us in his word he's promising giving us promises that he is a safe place we had a song in, in, uh, that we sang all the time in the choir the name of the lord which is scripture the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and they are safe so if you're telling us we can run to you and we're safe if you're telling us you're a safe place, a safe place in a time of trouble, if you're telling us how you brought people like a Noah, like a Ruth, like uh, Moses through all these different trials and, and covered them and protected them, that means you can do the same and have done the same for us. Because every, I, last time I, when I listened to uh, Joel's my, well, episode two, I was like, you don't know what could be happening right now that God's protecting you from. When you're asleep at night, what God is protecting you from? God is doing so much for us. We got to come go back and give knowledge to this man. <laughs> give knowledge to God. Let me stop saying man. I'll rebuke that. Give God to this, the spirit of God. He's covering us. He's protecting us more than we know. So we shouldn't walk in fear. I know it's it's hard. It's hard to do that. When, when you see things on TV all the time, you need to watch, turn off TV sometimes. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Turn off the TV. Turn off the negativity. Why are you so into it? Because your flesh is into it. Your flesh enjoys it. It's just like drama. People in, in that love drama enjoy drama. And so they're going to watch it. But then 
when things go crazy in their own life, it's like, I can't, I don't want to deal. Why is it always because because you're asking for it? Well, how am I asking for it? You're inviting it because you're watching it because you're entertained by it. And so since you're entertained by it, now enemy's like, well, let me throw this in your life because this is what you want. This is what you're hungry for. This is what you desire. This is that flesh. This is what you need. The enemy says this is what you need. And so you get this drama. I'm, I, can, I can tell you a little bit about myself when it came to watching certain things on TV like Young and the Restless or The Bold and the Beautiful, watching that drama, and then thoughts of the enemy come, it, that could be happening to you right now. Like, no, 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 that can't be. But you got that little, you seen the episode. So what I needed to do, I need to turn that stuff off. <laughs> because it's like, it's giving me the wrong thoughts. You know, the stuff that we watch, it is not good. It's not of God. It can literally keep that stuff in our head. So when things happen in real life, you look at it like, well, so and so what happened like this on this episode. So it could possibly happen to me. Now, you might look at it and now and think that's crazy. But think about it. I mean, certain stuff you watch, you will react because of what you watch and say that this even though this is a fake or fake reality, whatever it is, you think that it'll happen in real life because it happened on a TV show. No, no, no. See, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that because reality is scripted on the television and, and things on TV. You can imagine how much is really not real. That's really not real on TV. It's only for entertainment. I could go a little deeper, but I don't know if you're ready for that. I, 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 oh, okay, God. I look at wrestling. I talk about wrestling all the time. Wrestling is sports entertainment. Do you think wrestling is the only sports entertainment that you are watching or that is out there right now? I don't believe it. I believe it goes all the way around in just by any type of sport. Why? Because money's involved. And if the people, higher ups, want to make a lot of money, whether it be through the betting process, or whatever they're gonna, and I and I joke about this, but I don't, I don't joke about this on my social media page. When I talk about narratives, I'm being for real. This stuff is this stuff is scripted. It's it's not fake. These people really know their craft, really know their skills in sports and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's scripted. These story these storylines, it's not real. It's not real. It's really just to gravitate us so that we can watch it. So that they can get the views, so they can get the money. But like I said, we ain't, we ain't talking about that tonight. I don't think you're ready for it, but it's scripted. But anyway, going back to my topic, God is our protection. We should take our focus off of the things that's on this TV screen or things that's off the whatever social media, things that's off Twitter, things that's off that. And you really need to get into the word of God. Why? For our peace. You know, they talk about mental health a lot lately. Our peace is in the Lord. Our relationship is in the Lord. When we get into that relationship and understand who the God we serve, then we will have that peace. We will have that understanding. But, of course, it's the world. So what is the world going to talk about? The world is going to talk about worldly things. And so if we continue to watch worldliness, we're going to run, we're going to run, literally going to run away from godliness and then focus on the worldliness and say that, well, 
this is what it is. Mental health. This is this is what we need to do. We need to we need to take the classes. Yeah, God brought the classes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's not the source. He is. He is the source. He is the answer. He is the way. He knows exactly what you need to get out of the mess that you're in now. You know, they want to deem it, whatever it is. The world wants to deem it. The enemy wants to deem it, whatever, whatever it is. And then get this. He wants you to conform to it. They say, this is me. I am this. I was born with this mindset. I was this. And God's like, no, you're not. I didn't give you this. Why are you speaking this over your life? Why are you saying these things? Why are you um, uh, acknowledging that you got this mental disorder, whatever it is, when God can clearly bring you out of it? He can clearly bring you out of it. Now, the timing, that's on, that's on God. It's not on us. The timing is all about God. So we got to let him move. But you got to stop acknowledging that uh, or, or saying that this is me when God is like, I never said this was you. You took this upon yourself. You're adding burdens on yourself. And God is trying to bring you out of it. So getting back to the back to the topic. When we're going through all of these troubles that we're dealing with, all that we see on TV, all that we hear about on the radio, it could be the exact same thing. All you do, you have to speak against that in Jesus' name. God, you are my safe place in the time of trouble. God, you did not give us a spirit of fear, but a love, power, and a sound mind. God, you are a, a, a strong tower. The righteous run to you and they are safe. Evil people deal with destruction. Evil people was a lot in Joel on um, Proverbs 12. said, evil people are never safe, but good people remain and uh, remain safe and secure. You got to continue to speak that word and believe in that word, his word, because his word, ha, as I've been saying all year, is alive. And so if we believe that, we got to continue to speak. Well, if we read that and say that, we got to believe it and speak that and operate in it. Yes, it is not easy because our flesh feels that stuff. I feel scared. I feel nervous, but I know my word. And so I'm going to lean to my spirit. Just taught a Sunday school lesson this past Sunday at my church because that was the topic, talking about the spirit and the flesh and the battle in between the two and that we should walk in the spirit. In the spirit, a gnat, is we should walk in the spirit. I'm gonna kill that net <laughs> in the spirit. So yeah, we should walk in the spirit, and it's it's amazing how that ties into now. It's the same thing. Which what, what all this going on? We should continue to walk in the spirit. We should not walk in fear. We should walk in the power of the Lord. And a lot of us. Christian claiming people are walking in fear still to this day, walking in fear. And I encourage people today not to do that. Because at the end of the day, why are you walking away from God? You say this, but you do this. Why are you being double minded? You do this, but say this. Why are you being confusing? God is not the author of confusion. So why are you confusing yourself? Why are you so confused? You should go into the word, but you should stay in the word, but you should acknowledge God who gives us the word. But see, we got to stop doing that. If you believe him, 
him, I want to say it, I'm sorry, him, if you were to believe him, then it's time to wake up and start walking with him. I didn't say wake up in a while, but I did say this is the year of awakening. The Lord gave me that in December last year. This is the year of awakening. We need to wake up. Some of us still sleep. A lot still sleep. God is giving you time to wake up. But he doesn't want you to get caught off guard. So he's giving you time. I read just the other day. Uh, a thousand years like one day to the Lord. Get where I wrote it, but it's true. It's in scripture. He's giving us time because he doesn't want anyone to perish. I've said this multiple times. Scripture says it all the time. He doesn't want no one to perish. He wants us to wake up. He wants us to get in a relationship with him. I've said this like every episode, and it's not going to change. Because when you get in a relationship with the Lord, you will understand why. We should continue to speak and teach and whatever he wants us to do. Because this here is a great place to be in. God's protection, God's love, God's order, his direction, his way. And I want everybody to know that this is not the wrong way. The enemy is going to design and create however he wants to create to get us off of what God wants us to see. And it's really simple. Scriptures say his yoke is easy. Jesus' yoke is easy. His burden is light. This ain't no plaything, and this isn't a lie. God is real. He is. But again, he gives you a choice. He gives you a choice to decide whether you lean to him, trust him, follow him, or not. But at the end of the day, he has the people who love him, believe in him, continuing to speak for him, about him, so that people will listen, and he gives them the time, whenever, how long, to make that decision to follow him or not. So we can't force anything. All we do is speak. All we do is preach it. All we do is do what God wants us to do. At the end of the day, we did what we supposed to do. Now, what do you do? Who do you serve? What do you decide? If you made your decision, cool. If you decide to follow in the world, that's your choice. You decide to follow, uh, follow God, praise God for that. But while you are still, some of you still in your confused state right now because you just don't know, I pray that you will make the right decision to follow God, to follow Jesus and not the world. I encourage you to turn away, which means repent, turn away from the ways that you thought were right that were really uh, deadly. That was an end. It was the end of your life. You, you run into a brick wall. You run into a hole. You run into a trap. You're running into an end because you chose to follow the world. I encourage you to go the other way. As someone, I was just telling, uh, talking to my mom about this earlier. It's like some of the things I used to do. I was like, I don't want to go back that route. I don't want to do that no more. I, there, there's no joy in that. There, there's no, ha I just played that. There's no joy in that. There's no peace in that. It only desires for more of it, more alcohol, more weed, more all of this stuff. It only desires of that. When God 
fulfills everything that we need and we have peace. You see the difference? God gives us peace. The world is going to give you restlessness. It is not going to fill you. And you're going to want more that at the end of the day is de de destroying us. The enemy comes to what? Still kill and destroy. So it's destroying us. So those desires that you have in the world are destroying you. Whether you not, uh, believe it or not, it's destroying you. And you're choosing to give it, get it, or want it because you think it's what you need. And God is what you need. Because you see what you see out here. Where's your peace? Where's the peace? Where's the love? Where's the joy? It's all in God. Because this world is not our home. And this world is not going to give it to you. Mm. Thank you, Lord. So stop trusting in the world. Start trusting in the Lord. Start trusting in your help. Start trusting in hope. Start trusting in your safe place. The Lord is your safe place. Nothing in this world can do what God can and will and is doing for you right now, unbeliever. Doing for you right now, confused person. Doing for you right now. Because if you can hear this, whether it be in the spirit, it's in your mind, your thought, whether, whether whenever you watch it, whenever you listen, God is doing the work right now, brought you on right now to talk more about God, to assure you that he has your back. He is your protection. Don't worry about all this stuff that's going on in the world. Don't worry about the gun violence and all the shooting. No, you trust in God. What did you say? I said you trust in God. You focus on the Lord. You keep your mind stayed on him. Start, stop, stop giving in to all this, 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 what he called clickbait. Giving, giving in all these channel clicks, whatever, giving into it. Because the more you do, <laughs> the less you have faith in the Lord. Because all that is really just trying to scare you, scare you to death. Pun intended, literally scare you to death. Overdose drugs, suicide rate, taking the gun for yourself, shooting up people. It's not good. It's not good. So we must continue to do what we're doing, talk about the Lord and talk about who he is and how great he is and how he can bring you out of all this stuff that you're dealing with. You just got to make that step, make that decision, make that choice. I believe God is my safe place. I give it, I give it all to you right now, God. I'm, I'm just, just praying for you, praying right now. And this is an example. I'm just praying right now. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know the decision I need to make. God, uh, help me understand. Help me make the right decision. Bring the right people in my life. Remove the people that don't need to be in my life. God, I, I, I don't get this, but you do. Make it make sense to me. Bring the right people to me. Uh, bring the right ideas to me. Uh, uh, whatever it is, help me because you know what's best for me. So help me understand what I need to do. Because I'm confused right now. And scripture says that you're not a God of confusion. That's the enemy. I, I, I am going left and right trying to talk to whomever God. I need you to make it clear for me. So I need to start talking to so-and-so. I need to start talking to everybody else and just pray. I just need to pray right now and give it to you. This is what we need to do. This is how it should, this is how it should go. In prayer, talking to God, giving him 
what we need, the desire that we need to, to pray to him. Pray without ceasing. Be anxious for nothing. Give it to the Lord. What are you waiting on? Stop trusting in self. Acknowledge God in all your ways and he will give your life direction. Don't lean to your own understanding. Trust in the Lord. That's one thing he was telling me last month, continuously, even today, I'm speaking it. Trust in the Lord, but trust in the Lord. He's done it for you before, hasn't he? He had to at this point. You've seen some things. You know some things. Trust in the Lord. If he, if he did it for you then, he'll do it for you now. Trust in the Lord. If he brought you out of that situation, he can bring you out of this one. Trust in the Lord. If you're walking in fear, but last month you was walking in boldness, trust in the Lord. Because if he guided you out, got, got it, guided you out there, guided, guided, thank you, guided you through that path before, and you just <laughs> made a U-turn and went right back into it, he's going to help you again because he's a loving, forgiving, unconditional loving father. He understands that something you missed last time, oh, you're going through it again. Well. It's going to be a little tougher, but I'm going to help you through it because I know that you want to get out of it. So trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Keep telling yourself that. Trust in the Lord. I trust because I know, I believe. And then for those who don't, who've never been in this route before, it's like, I trust because I've heard and I believe. So I'm giving it to you, God. Do this for me because I have no other option. Everything is failing around me. People are failing around me they're they're leaving me uh i was watching the um little documentary today or a little podcast earlier um from one of these wrestlers that i used to watch and he was like when when i left wwe i got fired it was like well those five thousand dollars that i gave to people you expect that you get the five or two thousand back from those saying said people who are family or whatever no because they were asking you for it you the one that got the big money and so it's like, well, you can't, these means, what I'm talking about, these means are only there for a time. God blessed you with it. I'm net bottom. God blessed you with it, that he can quickly take it away from you. So continue to rely on the Lord. Continue to rely and trust in him to bring you through. I know I'm encouraging somebody right now, so I believe that's why I'm just in this pray, uh, uh, declaring mode. Continue to trust. Lean not to your own understanding. It's okay. You're still alive. God woke you up this morning. He brought you through. Remember what he did for you just today. It's Friday. He brought you through another week. Remember that. Remember how he got you here. Remember how you thought that you wasn't going to make it home safely, but you did. Remember how you thought that situation was just going to work out miserably, but it actually worked out perfectly, God. Thank you. Remember that. Open your eyes to what God has been doing to you today. Acknowledge that. Think back on what he did. And then ask yourself, whoa, God, you really doing this for me? Because this could have went love real bad. But God, I thank you. You helping me. And I didn't even realize it until now. So God is opening your eyes, waking you up. Giving you the victory, showing you that you're victorious. He brought you through another day. He gave you that money that you didn't expect, that food you didn't expect, that, that strength you didn't expect. 
He gave you the help that you needed. Let me just be in general. He gave you the help that you needed, whatever it is. So what is there to be afraid of? What is there to worry about? We just need to think about it. What God did for us just today, what he did for us this week, months, years, all of that. Remember, that's what's helped me. Remember how he's blessed you. And if he's done it, then he'll do it now. He's continuing to do it right now. So, Lord God, I just thank you this evening. Thank you for this message. Thank you for this word. Thank you for this topic. You are a safe place. And we need to continue to trust in you. Whatever we're going through, we should trust in you. Go back to your word, always in your word. Meditate on your word night and day. We must stay in your word because there's life, your life, in the word that gives us strength, that gives us hope, that gives us protection, that gives us peace, that gives us love, that gives us joy, that gives us understanding, that gives us power. Lord God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is alive because your son is the word. Lord Jesus, you are the living word. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you do for us every second of the day. We thank you, Lord God, for um, building our faith each day. We thank you, Lord God, for encouraging us in our spirit, in our body, whether it be from family members, whether it be from friends, whether it be from coworkers, whether it be from customers, whether it be from whomever. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. We pray that you continue to do what you're doing for our good. Scripture says that you do all things work together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Lord God, we thank you. We may not understand it when it happens, but we know that you allowed it, so it's for our good. We must continue to remember that, continue to focus on you, that what you're doing is for our good. Hear my prayer, God. I pray something was said this evening, whether it be listened to today, right now, whether it be listened to next week, whether it be listened to five years from now, whether whatever the case, Lord God, that people will hear and apply this message and not give glory to Hoodie, not give glory to me, give glory to you because you know what people need at the right time. They need it. So we must continue to focus and, and, and remember that, believe that all things are working for the good of those who love you. So Lord, I thank you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh boy. This is what happened when I don't look at comments. Let's see. Please pray for me. I had surgery on my shoulder. Let me show my boy right here. Surgery on my shoulder, and I hope you get back to work soon. Oh, yeah, because if you're still working where I know you're working, yeah, you need to get back to work soon. So I pray for my brother, uh, Trey. Lord God, um, hard worker right now. Um, if I still know where he's at right now, Lord God, continue to heal his shoulder so he can continue to provide for his wife and child. Lord God, can give give him the healing that he needs right now. Um, just re-strengthen his body. You know what needs to happen, God. You've shown me. I know you can do it for him. I know you can do it for anybody. Lord God, I pray for his healing right now on his shoulder. And in Jesus' name, he will be fully 100% available to go back to work, Lord, as quickly as next week, Lord. I believe that you can do great things and marvelous things, Lord. And and, and you say in your word, a fervent prayer, a righteous man availeth much. So I give this to you, Father God, for um, Trey. 
Lord God, I just pray for his healing, strength for him, his wife, and his son, Lord God. It's in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. I can't see this. What is this? Okay, amen. All right. Yeah, I can't scroll no more at the same time. It's crazy how this works. So, Lord, I mean, you guys, I'm so thankful. Um, literally saw a guy in the gym yesterday with a shirt that said, Jesus is my son. <laughs> I love it. God is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just spending time going through these comments right quick. All right. Well, yeah, guys, it's not too late if this is you. We have a Savior who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. If you want to be saved, then read Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm Earl Hoodie, a soldier in the army of the Lord. We can talk sports. We can talk politics. But can we talk Jesus? Hoodie out. Seven years ago, Jesus changed, rearranged, and switched up my flow. I was so lost in the range, scared and full of doubt. About to give into the darkness, but Jesus Christ pulled me out. My faith was being attacked for a church. Boy, you think my relationship with God would be solid and in sync. Went to Sunday school, Bible study in the choir, you name it. But my flesh was in control the whole time, couldn't tame it. You would think my story ended like that. Game over, no more options. How you living like that? Crossed over from Jesus, Satan to straddling the fence. Indecision, double-minded like Kamala Mike Pence. 20 vision, but my Lord and Savior made it clear back then when I was suffering in fear that there is a way out of temptation fighting me here. If you see me in my word, my child, then you will know that I live and I'm real. Jesus, the way to go, hoodie out.